Welcome to Malkamania. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Malkamania. Kind of forgot to publish last week's episode. I don't really think it was that interesting if I remember anyway. So, uh, we unfortunately are missing a member of the team today. Chuck went back to high school apparently and has to take a test in the morning. So, uh, he's out tonight. But, still have Lex here. Hello. Hi, Lex. Um, You said we had four titles decided this weekend. That Um, I can remember off the top of my head, yes. So let's get right into it. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, You want to start with uh, your golden boy and IMSA? Sure. Uh, After, goodness gracious, it's been like, we started in cart in 1998, (laughs) 2020. So 22 years of professional racing for Elio Castroneves, and he finally won his first championship in professional motorsport on Saturday wait, wait, wait. night in Sebring. Excuse me. Hold on a second. You mean to tell me he's been racing for the better part of two decades? You hype this dude up, and he's only and is this is his first ever title? Yeah. Well. You know, people like Mark Martin a lot, but, you know, no one says anything about him not winning a championship. They like Mark Martin because he drove a Viagra car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair point. So, but, yeah. Uh, lots of controversy in the race. Um, at first, it looked like the, the seven car wasn't even going to win the title because they had, an, what, an engine issue on the first pit stop? Yeah, they had like a boost controller issue or something. So yeah, they fixed that, got back out, were like eight, nine laps down. It looked like the 10 was going to win until uh, a little red car uh, decided that uh, they were going to hit the other championship contender. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, you always say, you know, Scott Dixon always gets lucky. No, he got punted off. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get lucky this week. And uh, actually, someone pointed that out on Twitter. Like, Scott Dixon is always never getting hit. And this is finally the time he got hit. And, uh, yeah, it's about time, you know, some of that bad luck rubbed off on Dixon. That's that's what well, I would like to say. I just, I just don't – I just could not believe that happened. You have the damn uh, – the seven – on the ropes. In fact, it was pretty much over as far as I was concerned. Absolutely. And, that happens. And, and what made matters even worse is it didn't really seem like, were those other Cadillac teams, because I know apparently Wayne Taylor was like going to the other Cadillac teams, like, can you give us a spot? Can you give us a spot? And I, I was just wondering, because, you know, a lot of people were annoyed by his like team orders or whatever. Okay, but it's like not any different than Laguna Seca. Exactly. Exactly. And people were cool with that. And I I just, the title was theirs for the taking, and it's just bad luck. That's that's the only way I can describe it, bad luck. I feel that the the seven won the title, but, and both, actually both of Wayne Taylor's sons each won a title this year. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, it just, I didn't feel the seven earned it and a lot of times and and that's racing for you a lot of championships people didn't earn they're they're yeah i will be 100 percent honest i felt the same way after the race it didn't feel as as i guess satisfying because i did remember laguna seca and you know remembered the 10 getting punted off and you know the seven ended up only winning by one point so it's like yeah. if they if the six didn't move over in Laguna Seca, this title goes to the ten car. Yeah. So it's a little bit harder to enjoy for as a fan uh, when those kinds of things happen. But uh, it looked like the thirty one may have been able to take it until uh, old Pipo did Pipo things. He did a Juan Pablo on Juan Pablo. Yeah. So in like turn six, Juan Pablo hit him off. <laughs> completely like unnecessary thing to do by Juan Pablo, but it's racing. And then the next lap, Pipo decides to uh, make a hole 
at like Ricky Taylor tried to do at Road Atlanta. Oh, so you admit it. You admit it. Listen, I got to stick up for my guys. You admit it, though. <laughs> yeah, but you see one happened with 10 minutes to go. One happened with three hours to go. Oh, my God. I got to stick up for my guys. And so, yeah, that took them out of the running. Um, they had to win the race to have a chance at the title. And so all the cards aligned for once in his life for Elio Castroneves and Ricky Taylor to win the prototype title. Um, and GTD, it came down to the final lap two with the 16 and the 86. I had no idea Pat Long and um, Ryan Hardwick were that close in the title because they haven't really done anything that much this year. Right. It's, it's always been the, the the 14 and the 86. Exactly. And, and yeah, the... Go ahead. Okay, no. well, like, what was it? A couple hours into the race, the Corvette lays oil down, and both, <laughs> both of the Lexuses go straight into the tire barrier. Dude, it was like, for some reason, I thought in my head, I was just like, I wonder if, like, Townsend Bell was, like, laughing at the 14, and then he's like, oh, oh, shit, and then he just, like, throws <laughs> it in the wall. <laughs> so, unfortunately, that knocked the 14 out of the title and the race. Uh, leaving a complete showdown with the 16 and the 86, the 16 having to win the race to have a shot, yeah. which they did, all while having, what, a left rear issue for, like, the last, what, yeah, three, I, five hours of the race? I think, like, their rear, like, I think their rear, their right side, right or left side, no, it was their left side um, dampers, I think, were just broken, so the car would just lean all the way through 70. Yeah, you can see it with uh, Lawson Oschenbach in the 75. Oh, he's just so much more pace through, the seven, through turn 17. Speaking of Lawson Oschenbach, he's dumb too. And yeah, Lawson Oschenbach decided to take out the GTLM leader with 10 minutes to go. Wait, on a are race start. Ferrari leading GTD as well? Or was it in second? I thought, it, I thought the 16 was leading the whole time. No, I, th- I, I don't know. The, the 63 was in front of them, and then that's when Oshenbach just fully sent it into the back of the Beamer, and Beamer took out the Ferrari. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that, that happened. Uh, BMW was leading, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, so, yeah, it was a very non calm not calm season finale for emsa uh i don't i don't know what else to say about it so it was take take it was take tons four. of drama. yeah uh so the 86 ended up finishing third to claim the title michael shank racing or meyer shank now i guess i'm not sure which it is it's a meyer shank for both yeah so they're moving up to uh, DPI next year with the Acura, of course. Uh, they announced Dane Cameron. They announced him, right? Yeah, Dane Cameron, Ali Pla, and allegedly, I think Elio may be joining for the NAAC. I think Elio will join for the NAAC because of the IndyCar ride. And, of course, AJ Allmendinger in for the Rolex 24. Can only imagine how that one will go. Have some faith. <laughs> I, I do. Anyway, uh, do you want to move on? Um, or is there anything else to say about IMSA? I was going to say Porsche got a 1-2 on their exit. That was really it. Yeah. Yeah, the best car in GTLM was going to be out next year. So, uh, Proton Competition is going to be running it for the 24 which is cool. It's just, it's just not the same. Yeah, I know, I know. All right, we can move on. Side note: the new Corvette on iRacing drives like a dream. Oh, nice. Oh, wait, another side. Note. Actually, yeah, I want to talk about the Corvette for a second. <laughs> um, what the hell was that Corvette thinking going into seventeen? Are you talking about when he like he like 
You talking about with the P2 guard? Yeah, he blocked the P2 guard twice down the straightaway and then wrecked himself into 17. I thought, <laughs> Who was driving? Uh, was it the three or the four? I don't remember. I, I, think, it was, I think it, might, it may have been the three. I thought it was the four. It doesn't matter. It was still a Corvette. It, it was bad. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, I don't understand what he was trying to do. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Maybe he saw why do you, another GT car or something. Why do you block a prototype down the straightaway? <laughs> Maybe he thought it was another GTLM car. Oh my gosh. That's so yeah. I'm sure the Corvette fans will have every excuse in the book. Like they usually do. Uh, so yeah. That's that's all I got for him. So. Yeah, so... Uh well we can move on to World Challenge then since we're on the topic of sports cars and GT World Challenge for the first time ever I was not expecting this but Ferrari took the title yeah well the GT World Challenge World Challenge Endurance title in Europe they took was was not expecting it that car that the Bentley and the Lexus are usually all good at Paul Ricard it's it's, that's a really strange track for all them three to be good there, but that's where they usually have all gotten their like first victories with those with new cars there. Yeah, I feel like I remember the Bentley being pretty good there during their they won, long endurance races. The Bentley won last year, and then the year before that, the ML Frey Lexus overtook the Bentley on the final lap going into the uh, fast uh, right-hander after the uh, Mr. Straight. Yeah. Which is crazy. So, like, who won the driver's titles? Uh, uh, it was, I believe it was Miguel Molina. Uh, who's that Russian dude they always team up with? Because it was the SMP racing car. Uh, I mean, it could be a lotion. It could be... wasn't a lotion. It wasn't Vitaly Petrov. Actually, no, it was Vitaly Petrov. And uh, I can't remember who there's. I think it may have been James Collado. Or who was their third for this one? Oh, that's, that's, that's a nice lineup. James Collado's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad at all. So, yeah, I don't know anything about it. So, I mean, keep going if you got anything else to say. Um, the so the manufacturer's title, I believe, went to Audi or was it Mercedes? I don't know. You tell me. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. So, how did they win the manufacturer's title, but Ferrari won a title? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? All right. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the reason they were able to do that, because the way the World Challenge title is now, it takes all three series. So Asia, America, and Europe, and combines them together. And each manufacturer, they add up their points for that. And that's how either, I want to say it was Audi, beat Mercedes to it. Okay. Hold on. Interesting. Hold on. I'm holding. Oh. Phone's... Wait, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, um... Usually it doesn't uh, carry outside the app. Oh, Mercedes beat Audi to the GT World Challenge title. My bad. That's too bad. Would have rather Audi. Audi's better company. Mm, I don't know about that. But... It, it is. Oh, and this just in. I just caught this on the page just now. The Nashville Street Circuit will be holding a World Challenge race next year. Yep, I did see that uh, earlier today uh so those would be sprint races i assume yeah which the nashville track the first part of it looks garbage but that back section with that hairpin looks really cool it looks like kind of maybe a mini vietnam because of the long straightaways but uh yeah i don't i don't know what it would be like Uh, it's a street circuit so i will i don't have high hopes well i watched someone drive it right that hairpin is weird as anything because it's like 
almost like a exit ramp on a road, but it's really stiff going into it. It's not stiff, steep going into it. And then you come over the crest and then you instantly go into a side road, which is going downhill. So you have like all this type of corner geometry coming into play. And you round about further downhill and then come back across the bridge. It's interesting. So good makes a straight line speed and corner speed. What do you think? So good makes a straight line speed and corner speed you'll need. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see what it's like next year. But uh, hopefully, yeah, it's street circuit, so not high hopes. Well, yeah, most street circuits, you they're just generic and ugh. now. Uh, speaking of F1 and street circuits, they asked that uh, Herman Tilk guy yep. to design a circuit. What circuit did they talk about? Did you see that? I I hope they wouldn't be asking Tilka Construction to develop. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I think it was a street circuit. Um, I can't remember what it was. All of a sudden, uh, so that kind of sucks. But uh, we can talk about F1 now if you want. Actually, let's talk about MotoGP first, since he said uh, MotoGP decided their titles. Mm-hmm. So, who won? I believe, was it Juan Mir won? MotoGP. Yeah. Not Moto2 or Moto3? MotoGP. He beat. He won the title. Yes. Who does he ride for? Suzuki. He's team with uh, him and Alex Renz are teammates. Wow. I mean, I knew Alex Renz was on the up, but I had no idea. Well, like, so is it just me or in it's like in MotoGP, it's like Mark Marquez is clear out in front, and then you have all these yeah. other guys who are just like they're just not consistent. Maverick, Quartararo, well, Alex Renz. I mean. I haven't watched it in a while, but I feel like, you know, some days some guys have a, you know, a fight for Mark. But, yeah, I'd say it's not really consistent. Maybe Mark's just a little too good. Not to – Mark's my favorite writer, so I kind of got to talk good about him. You know? Lex, come back. Lex. Lex, come back to the app. Do you read? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Where did you go? No, I didn't go anywhere. I was on, I was checking uh, my phone. Okay. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so Mark's my favorite writer, so I got to talk good about him. <laughs> Are you are you just a Mark fan fanboy because he's won all his titles? Oh, let me see. So I think the first year I followed MotoGP was 2014. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was his best year, I think. I like I said, I don't follow it, you know, big time. Uh, I don't follow it close because it's not really televised much in the states. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. but. Uh, so yeah, started following in 2014, picked a rider, whatever, you know, um, dominated that year, obviously won the championship. And then in 2015, yeah, 2015 was a fun year. Uh, won the title when, that year. Yeah, I know who won the title. <laughs> don't, you don't got to remind me. Valentino Rossi's a freaking maniac. <laughs> You don't 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 go blaming him. No, I will because how are you going to kick somebody off their bike and then like cry not, about no, it? No, no, stop it! No, he did not kick him. All off right, tell me what happened then. On the blimp shot, you can clearly see the overhead shot. He did not. You can see him. Rossi take his left leg, kick Mark, and he falls off the bike. That was not a kick. That, that was... he chased him up the track, looked at him. Kicked him and ran away. No, no. the The most 
purposeful thing I saw wasn't even that. It was um who who's who got banned and recently came back because he like hit those he hit someone's brakes. Who was that? Uh oh it wasn't it that the He's Italian. Yeah, I remember I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. That was deliberate. That looked like Rossi just it's like kind of funny. losing his footing on maybe on the uh, clutch or something. Oh, you are such a Valentino Rossi No, no fan. I'm not. I can hear I'm not. I'm not. How you lose his footing? He's a how many times champion? Eight, nine. Eight, nine times champion? You think he'd know how to ride a bike? He did. How do you lose his footing? You know, people make mistakes, Jack. Maybe. Yeah, okay. The fact that he didn't win the title was straight karma that year. He should have won the title. So, yeah, no. What do you have against Valentino, Jack? The fact that he kicked my favorite rider off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no, there was another incident, too. It was like the second or third race of the season on Argentina. And, like, he comes right over on Marquez's front tire and crashes him. I don't remember It looks like. I don't remember that. Well, you wouldn't exactly hear it because Rossi fanboys can't let anyone know that their boy's a dirty rider. Well, according to Jorge Lorenzo, Mark is a dirty rider without even touching him. That's crazy because everyone was like, oh, Mark's up Lorenzo's, you know what, that year. I think it was at Aragon. Was that at Aragon? Like, Lorenzo was fuming at Mark because, like, I think Mark, like, was just next to him and then he got on the, th- uh, Lorenzo got on the throttle and then flipped himself over. Do you remember that? No, but, I mean, it sounds like both Lorenzo and Rossi uh, don't like it when people race them. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Mark is very aggressive. Of course. I'll agree with that. See? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's true. I, I can't lie. Uh, let me look up the standings real quick, because I honestly have no idea how it went this year. I know Mark got injured and didn't really. Did he, ra- did he race at all? Uh, the first two races or something. Uh, oh, sorry. That's probably when you stopped watching, Jay. Shut up. I never, I didn't watch a race this season. So. Okay. You, you don't have to prove anything to me. So, so, yeah, they have a race to go. Huh. I did read that Davizioso has taken a year off. So, uh, he's one of my favorites. So, that kind of sucks. Oh, and that's one person I forgot who's one of these inconsistent second tier people is uh, Zarco. Oh, I love Zarco too. <laughs> Man, Zarco didn't have a good year. Jeez. No, he didn't. Because I remember people were, like, big on him after he won. Um, well, no, he took pole at a Bugatti circuit. I don't know if you remember that. It was a year or two ago. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, but people were hyping him up. And, yeah, he just, meh. It's just like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's. Come back. Like some of these like MotoGP guys, they start out well and then they just they just exist there. They don't do anything in MotoGP. It's I I, I'm starting to call it like Cal Crutchlow syndrome. Ouch. (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, Crutchlow had opportunities to do something special, and then he just. I mean, I feel like Crunchyroll has been battling injuries a lot, hasn't he? Before that. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a completely different top five than I've usually seen. Uh, Mir, Franco Morbidelli, Alex Brins, Maverick Vinales, Fabio. Jeez. I, I don't understand how. Like, Quartararo, I don't even know how the hell his season went off a cliff like that. Yeah, one of the first two races. Like, dude, he was looking like Maverick out there. Oh, okay, sorry. 
Okay, well, look, you don't got to hide that you're a Maverick fanboy. I'm not a Maverick fanboy. Yes, you are. You, no, you no. always talk about Maverick and Maverick if, if he's the best rider. No, I do not. No, I always felt Maverick was a habitual <laughs> choker. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, hopefully, I'll, I'll try to follow it more next season. But, uh, yeah. I mean... I don't know why that it's so hard to watch it in the States. Uh, it usually comes on, I want to say it's like CBS Sports or something, and uh, it's like a delay. But it's probably tape, tape delay. delay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, you have to, then, you have to watch well, it Well, here's the problem with MotoGP, right? MotoGP pay, makes you pay for live timing. And it's Oh, you're one of cheap. those. You're one of those type of snobs. No, I'm not. I don't want to pay twenty dollars a month to have live timing when it should be free. No, 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 no. You're one of those people who, when you watch a race, you have to pull up live timing. Yeah. What if it's a boring race? <laughs> okay. I I don't stop till like I don't really. I don't think I've ever pulled up live timing when I watch a race. I just watch the race. If I'm at the track, I. Probably wouldn't, but if I'm watching on TV, live timing is a must. Oh, wow. I do like to see fastest sectors, though. Because they they used to have on the F1 website for, like, qualifying times, you could look up individual sectors and see what everyone's time, what best time was in that particular sector. It was really cool. And the speed trap. Well. Yeah, going back to MotoGP here, I'm looking at the constructor standings. They got a race to go, and first and second are tied. Suzuki and Ducati. Yeah, sorry, Yamaha is not in it. Is is because um, we received news that they were using uh, basically illegal engines, and they had broken the seal on several of their engines. So they lost like fifty points. <sighs> wow, that's a. Uh... That's some Ferrari uh, 2000s stuff. Yeah, and then like Alex Marquez was like reeling off because Yamaha was like, we didn't, we didn't uh, like understand the rules or something. And Alex Marquez was like, yeah, they did. They willingly did it. So let me see here. Are Alex and Mark teammates? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I was expecting more from Alex. I thought he was going to be like Mark. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like you got two seconds this year. I don't think they ride the same. I mean, Alex won Moto3, I think, right? Uh, Yes. And then he just hasn't really done anything since. So, I mean, yeah, he got eight wins. and Oh, he won Moto2 as well. I didn't know that. He won last year. So, that's interesting. I miss a lot. So, yeah. Uh, well, we can move on to F1 okay. and finish up here. Ready whenever. I know this is going to take 30 minutes, so <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, not looking forward to this one. Um, qualifying. Well, let's start in practice. Practice. Everyone apparently complaining about the track conditions. Turkey just got a repave, Mm -hmm. resurface. Apparently it was slick, very, very slick. Uh, And so a lot of drivers complaining about the track conditions. Um, Lewis, I believe, said it was dangerous, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. And uh, so overnight... On Friday, they pulled out some road cars and tried to put some more grip in the track, which was fine and dandy. But the problem with Saturday morning was it rained. So, yeah. um, moving on to qualifying, they red flag Q1 because of the grip, I believe. No, there was no grip. Correct. So, you know, a track that's already very slippery along with rain, You're not, gonna not great. Yeah, uh, there was a funny clip of Danny Kafiat like literally drifting into pit lane. So, yeah, uh, moving on to Q3. Uh, did they even get like more than two laps or something? No, I don't think 
So, so Racing Point took a gamble and put on intermediates. Did Max take the same gamble? Uh, yes, I think. I can't remember what tire he was on. Well, Max was the guy that was leading the whole weekend, was dominating, and looked like a sure favorite. Until Sergio Perez went P1 with like two minutes to go and uh, immediately spun out in the middle of his last lap, causing a uh, yellow flag. Um, Lance Stroll improved on his sector time, ended up getting pole position. Much to the amusement of me and my fellow peers who uh, like to uh, downgrade him as much as possible. Dude, if you watch Max's onboard, Max did, Max missed a shift coming out of the last turn, and that's why he... Okay, whatever. Three-tenths down. Three-tenths down on a missed shift? No, really? no, he let it bounce off the limiter. That's fine, but you don't lose three tenths off of the delimiter. Okay, okay, Jack. How you don't? Okay, you know, just just have your thirty seconds of glory here. <laughs> so, everyone was seemingly under investigation after qualifying. Even Lance sure. kept um, his pole. Yeah, he kept his pole. Uh, the question was that he improved his sector time. But the thing is, like, on a drying – would you say it was a drying track? Uh, yes. Yeah, so on a drying track on the intermediate tires, which are getting more grip, you know, it's not unsurprising that he would get a, a better sector time as the laps go on. So he kept his pull. Um, so, yeah, that, that created a really crazy storyline going into Sunday's race. Uh, off the line – Stroll got away very cleanly. Max Verstappen, who started second, got away very poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like his car was in slow motion, <laughs> actually. Yep. And he fell back to like seventh or something. Mm-hmm. And then in turn one, Valtteri Bottas started his first of at least 10 spins during the race. Yeah, I, I felt dude, I felt really bad for him getting by your teammate and in dead-ass last. Excuse the language. I apologize. But and, Yeah, and, well... Go ahead. go ahead. No, you go Okay, ahead. so he was... He, yeah, I would say about seven, eight, maybe ten spins. I'd stop counting after, like, five. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... So... Good. Yeah, into turn one, he it wasn't him. I don't think that went three wide. No, but the two the two Renos and someone else went three wide. It may, was it Lewis? Was it Lewis? I don't remember. Lewis was in so six, Ocon. Yeah, so it was close to there. So Ocon got hit, spun around. Valtteri piles in almost <laughs> and takes them almost <laughs> takes them both out. So not to be you know. Um, Outdone. Later in the lap, he takes out Ocon, <laughs> spins them both out again, <laughs> and they both continue. Um, but yeah, a great first lap from Sebastian Vettel went from like eleventh to fourth. Yeah, I was very surprised. Um, Him and Leclerc got up the yeah. field. Yeah, the Ferraris look great in the wet, and I'm not sure if that's because Mattia Benotto wasn't there. Or if they're just actually going in the way. Conspiracy theorists. (laughs) Uh, Let me see to continue on here. Um, A lot of, I think they all start on wets, Mm -hmm. except uh, who started in the pit lane? Uh, Oh, God. I think, did Pierre start in the pit lane? Yeah, I don't remember. Well, whoever started in the pit lane started on enters. I think it, I don't know who it was. But, uh, Everyone pitted early for intermediate tires, and Max Verstappen was really fast, but he kept spinning out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And Lance Stroll got out to like a 10 second lead at one point. And I was like, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm not going to get my hopes up. 
Um, I'll admit he was looking good that first part, which I'm surprised he actually got that far away from Checo, but I think that may have been down to differences in the setup. Uh, maybe. But, yeah, he was looking good. I knew he wasn't going to win, but, uh, you know, I thought maybe he could have gotten a podium, maybe a top five. Yeah. So he gets up to a 10-second lead, but then the tires start falling off, and Perez and Hamilton catch up to him pretty quickly. Uh, around what lap thirty? Yeah, something like that. And all of a sudden, Lewis gets this like huge like burst of pace. Well, first, uh, Stroll had been complaining of graining a lot, and that was so eventually tires. they pitted him. Well, well, after he came out the pits and changed tires, is when I thought he was starting to just go get annoyed with the graining and how they were. Well, it's just there was no grip before he pitted, really, because. Yeah, and he just lost, like, six seconds of pace. Like, all of a sudden, it was ridiculous. And he just fell back to, like, ninth at the end of the race. Had no pace. It was Stop mysterious, of course. We'll get, in, we'll, we'll get into the reason oh, later. No. But uh, <laughs> Lewis... We'll argue about it later. Lewis... Uh, did Lewis Hamilton things, found like five seconds of pace or something, won the race by like 30 seconds or something. Um, but the fight behind them was really important with Leclerc, Perez, and Vettel. Surprisingly, Vettel was, you know, with Leclerc the whole race, basically. Yeah, that that really surprised me. And um, what also surprised me is um, Max spun more than Albon did. And still, Max beat him. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think part of it was down to Albon spinning once, um, which was unfortunate. You just hate to see it, though, because I think Albon is much more likable than Max. Dude, it was funny because Max was like at full tilt boogie. I think it was going through turn four right behind Albon, and then you see Max completely lose it and next to Kimi Raikkonen because I think it started drizzling there or something. You remember that? Uh, my TV may have been off. Okay. So, <laughs> so that happened. It was like, I swear, like one or two laps later, Max was right back on the back of Alvin. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, his pace was incredible. It's just he kept spinning. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, coming to on the final lap, Leclerc gets a big run on Perez for a second, <laughs> takes it away going into the last three turns or so. Overcooks it completely into a really slow turn. Goes off. Perez goes through. Vettel goes through to get third. And uh, Leclerc loses it on the radio. I am stupid. I am stupid. Just like Baku. Something like that. Wow. And <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. It just, he seems to not have the clutch factor that he needs kind of saw it in Austria last year with him and Max. Uh, part of that was Max just hitting him <laughs> off the road. Like he wasn't there. <laughs> wait, wait, then how are you going to blame Charles for that? It's well, like he, I don't know. I, I'm not really blaming him for that. It's just, I don't know. It Something just seems off with his late race performance. I would, I would agree. Performances. Not in that particular race, but I would agree. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, some other moments. Uh, Grosjean happened. <laughs> I feel so bad for the guy, but he. It was a Williams. It, it may have been Latifi or Russell. I don't remember which, but they were turning in to a turn and then all of a sudden decided to not turn in anymore and turn right into Grosjean, who goes for a spin. And then. Like five seconds later, Grosjean's getting back on the throttle and spins out again. Yes. Did you did you see the Lando on George Russell block pass in the last turn? I did not. I remember. Was it? Was it? Are you talking about the one where George went yes, off? That one. <laughs> I thought that was signs that passed him, not Lando. No. But yeah, you're probably hey, right. Lando. But uh, yeah, poor George. Oh well. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about 
that I have not seen anyone else bring this up is um, was Lewis's ability to conserve those tires, how much of that can we put down to, well, actually, were we seeing the effect of having a DOS system? Was the reason he was I able don't to know, conserve because... like that? Well, the Racing Point doesn't have it either. But he made and it. And their, their tires look the same. Well, Lewis is. Well, can that be an indication? Didn't Lewis's. He, Lewis was on it for over 50 laps, right? Perez was like 43, 44. So nah, I don't. I think they were pretty close. But, I mean, I it could be just another argument to, like, say Lewis isn't as good as everyone thinks he is because that seems to be going around a well, lot. I I already I've already like had different feelings about Lewis compared to most but I don't hate the guy. I just he's just meh to me. Like he, he's really good in certain respects, but it, I, there's other people I just prefer. I think the problem with Lewis is like he doesn't have a teammate like he had from 2013 to 2016 with Nico. Like, Valtteri is not as good as Nico. And when Lewis had to face Nico, sometimes he did crumble. And it wasn't, we just don't see that. Well, not even, not even Nico, dude. Jensen, when he was teams with Jensen, dude, Jensen had him literally printing out telemetry, questioning, how can Jensen be this much faster than me? <laughs> and he actually put that on Twitter. I, if you remember, <laughs> I some of it may just be like growing up. Like drivers are usually at their peak, you know, late twenties, early thirties. It, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Um, I mean, by the way, Lewis won his seventh title in winning the Congratulations. race. So we didn't mention that, but Lando Norris. So he ties Michael, though he retracted those statements. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean everyone has to agree at this point that the Mercedes of this era is more dominant than the Ferrari was uh, or uh, yeah it, it's been it, no like it's true well, no, it's been dominant for longer <laughs> yeah that too like it, it has it has had less competition though ultimately well I feel like that's not up for debate yeah. You... I mean, they've had two years where they've been challenged for a championship by one car. And one year it was the driver, the other year it was the actual team themselves. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would say Vettel in 2018 made more mistakes. You remember Hawking. No, actually, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that never happened. Going to the fence, or excuse me, no, that never happened. And anyway, taken to um, the drag strip and then eaten wall. And well, we could talk about uh, Vettel for a second and how he seemingly does better in the wet than in the dry, which is weird. Okay, considering he likes to spin. Okay. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know. If I posted this video a while back, and I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but. What Grosjean was saying since Haas uses a Ferrari spec rear suspension is that since it, the feel of it changes based on how much heat is in the suspension. And that's why they just, the drivers of it can't get a feel for him. K-Mag, obviously Charles and Seb, they cannot get a good feel for it because it just changes too quick. Yeah, and that's like four good drivers that you know, can't really get anything going as well. Like I think all four of them are deserving and pretty good. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying that that's that's crazy. And if that's the case, why don't they just heat up the heat up the suspension? What? Why is that? Not, why is it so hard <laughs> to get around? I don't know how you heat up a suspension. Put a fire under it. Put electric blankets under it. It's not like it's not gonna do like a campfire isn't gonna do it. Okay. Well, tell you what, bleed some exhaust gases through it. Why is that hard? Rules, oh, I guess. Make the make the exhaust come out where the where it regularly does, but just have like a valve where you can just bleed it through 
those those components and then bring it back up where it was where it normally comes out yeah i don't i i really don't know so i, I don't know how cars work <laughs> jack <laughs> um all right do you want to talk about lance now yeah we can go in on lance fine all right. So after the race, of course, Lance was puzzled by his sudden loss of pace. To give you an idea, um, before he pitted, he was running like 140s with the rest of them. After the pit stop, he was running 146s, 145s, 146s. And I mean, I feel like anybody would be puzzled at six seconds loss of pace, you know? Yeah, um, from what I saw is the benefit of running the older enters because you basically whittled it into a slick. Yeah, and, well, toward the end of the race, he was running like 140s again, but it took like the entire rest of the race to get those tires up to maybe a good temperature or something. I, I don't know. Uh, but what we do know is Racing Point came out after the race and said that there was an issue with the underside of the front wing, which you can't really see on TV, so you can't, you gotta judge it for yourself, I guess. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so people are saying that it's just a cover-up for Stroll. (laughs) I don't know exactly why you have to cover it up because he led 32 laps of the race it's not like he was sucking you -hmm. know I I am personally dumbfounded I don't I don't I don't know what to say so what if you if you want to get your shots in here this is the time Lex (laughs) oh gosh you know, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's, I don't know what to say when, um, you know, Jack Villeneuve comes out and defends you after he's like bashed you like a gajillion times, yeah. which I, I had a good laugh at that. But uh, I would say Lance would have been on the podium or at least got in top five, but it's just. I don't think he would have held off Perez or Hamilton. So I no, he wouldn't have. And it just, it just seemed like. When as the track dried out more, he was just he. It was the writing was on the wall. I really don't understand why nobody took slicks though. It I, just wasn't. I can't it, believe. It, it. I think it was at that point where it was just too wet for a slick, but yet an intermediate with some tread on it, as you can see with Lewis's tires, where there was a tread on the outside, and then it was basically slick towards the inside. I think. That right. is what allowed them to get the increased uh, contact patch while also, you know, getting some uh, grip in the wet. I don't think a slick, a slick couldn't provide that. Because even Max was saying, you know, it's, it's still too wet. Yeah, but you got to take a chance. Um, yeah, I've seen people take a chance with slicks in the wet. And if unless you unless you're like button or somebody, you usually get that wrong. I I don't know. I yeah. So you don't have any stroll hate well, I mean, comments to make? I mean I think I think all the best ones have been made already. Luck. So I thought the uh the graphic that Ricky shared was interesting. The stroll has led more laps than Verstappen this season. But how many wins does Stroll have and how many does Max have? Uh Max has one, Stroll yeah, has but... none. So we're seeing, can't you see a positive cor- correlation? Well, actually, it, would, it wouldn't be. It would actually be a negative correlation to laps led versus wins. There you go. There you go. There you got your hand <laughs> comment in. Well, see, actually, no, I'm lying. There would be no correlation between laps led and wins in that respect. Yeah, but that's not true. Well, in that in that particular. Yeah, in that particular comparison. If you want to talk about stats, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's it. So, unless you got anything else well, to say, hmm. what else could what else could we say? You know, the, 
What are we saying? The Stroll family took an L. <laughs> I, He'll get back in the top 10 points. Dude, did you see how bad Perez is like destroying him in the points? Well, I mean, we can talk about it if like, you want. That's all you got to like, say. Come on. If I had seen... If if I was Lance and I had seen that point deficit at Nurburgring, yeah, that would have made me want to jump off the toilet and go race. Okay, but <laughs> let's be realistic here. Before um, Mugello, what was the gap? Oh, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Remind me. Stroll was ahead of him in points. Okay, how many races did Perez? And of course, you could. Now, that's what I was about to say. You can make the argument of that. But the the matter of the fact is, Stroll is still ahead of him in points, and he can't change that. Fact. Okay, so if the season ended at Mugello, you know it would be a Stroll year. Okay, but we like to do full seasons. Yeah, so let's talk about since Mugello. Mugello had the the failure and crashed out. No fault of his Wasn't own. Wasn't it the restart? Right. No. It was a tire oh, right. failure. Okay. I, I just... While he was running in the on in a podium position, a podium position. Wait, wait, wait! Didn't he change tires at the, after the red flag? Okay, yes. well, so did everybody else. Was... Mujeva was not as bad as Monza was in terms of that <laughs> happening. Hey. Okay, so Russia. Got wrecked out on the first lap by Leclerc. Yes. Right. No fault of his own. Besides Russia. Wasn't Perez beating him in all those races he crashed out in? No. It's Mugello he was not beating. Okay. Besides those two. Russia, I don't think you can make a fair comparison because it was first lap. All the other ones. Nürburgring. Okay, hang on. We're going race by race. Nürburgring. He he got COVID. He couldn't race. Couldn't get off the toilet, allegedly. Oh my gosh. Okay, don't know. <laughs> well, actually, it was just like, why would you say that as a team principal? Like, it just makes your guy look weird. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Stroll race. But... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, Portugal. We've we've yelled at each other about it. Already. Yeah, he used Lando as an apex. You know, say what L-Pex. you want. It doesn't matter at this point. Perez was outclassing him the entire yes. weekend. I, not hard to admit. Emola, same deal. Mm-hmm. And then here, it looks like Stroll was on par with Perez. The first half of the race. And, and in qualifying until, you know, Bad strategy. strategy, lack of talent. <laughs> okay, it's not the <laughs> lack of talent, you buffoon. I don't know. You, okay, riddle me this. Riddle okay. me this. How are you going to say he has no talent, but he got pole position on a wet track that's already slippery on intermediate tires? Go watch Max's lap. Go watch okay. Max's lap. Watch him coming off the final corner. That's all I'm going to say. No. It doesn't matter. It's still second, then. It's, he's he's known as one of the best wet drivers in the series. Who told you that? Monza, twenty seventeen. Monza, twenty seventeen. Put it on the front row. Where did he finish? Like six or seven. Well, I did. sure proved me wrong, Jack. Ahead of Massa, his teammate. <laughs> Was was is that, is that the, okay? Wait, tell me wait, this. Tell Asa me this. Is Why? the barometer of how we're considering someone good to me? Tell me this. Tell me this. Why is there such high expectations for? There Phil? isn't. There no, is. There's not. We. Be, so why is there such a harsh? Why is okay. there? Why did no one destroy Lando Norris for his? performance last year compared to Carlos Sainz. Because we've seen in the junior formula how a pot- how potent Lando is. In the- okay, 
Same thing with Lance, though. Well, we can't even say that about Lance because Lance didn't really have a competition, dude. Uh, he won Formula Renault. How? He won Formula Renault after all the good people had left. He didn't and win Formula Renault. He won Formula whatever. 3. You know exactly what I'm talking about. He, he, he had George Russell in that series. Okay. Jo- have you seen George Russell lately? Yeah, he's kind of good. To me, George Russell, he's a good qualifier. He needs to work on his racecraft. Yeah, he needs to work on not wrecking under the safety car. I agree. I told you, right there. I, I, it just sounds like you guys have really high expectations. Like he should be like okay. On the podium okay. every race. That's what that's it, it, the that's the thing I get from like the expert. It's not even just you guys either. It's like the entire family. No, there isn't no there is no high expectations for Lance. We're just expecting like in Giovinazzi we can put in this category. We're expecting a baseline of what a person in F one should be capable of, and they just don't fit it. How though? In terms of ability. In terms of yeah, in terms of abilities, they just they don't. Okay, he's got two podiums in a pole position. That's more than most of the guys on the grid. Say, say okay, luck or not, like you still got to. Olivier Panis won the Monaco GP. Okay, they had exactly. three cars that, left. That's exactly my point. There has not been three cars no, left. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying. That. I'm saying that any time. I'm saying that. Anybody can get lucky is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's true. And Lance has gotten very lucky. Okay, well, Lando got lucky with his podium, but everyone acts like it was legit. Because we've seen Lando has actually, hasn't he outdone signs in every, I think, all but one or two races this season? Yeah, this season has been a completely exactly. different story. And this is story. the second year now. But I'm talking about, but, but, but talking about last year, though, like... He did not have – I think the only reason he didn't get wrecked by the whole fan base was the fact that he's likable. Did you remember what happened with him and Hartley That's in Canada? Do you remember that? Yeah, you remember strong? that them two, like, collided and, like, they went eating fence? Yeah, massive yeah. crash. I just – It was not a good look no, for no, either no. of them. But – and then – the other issue, like, because it's obvious to me that if Lance did not have daddy's money, he would be driving like a P2 in the WEC. Not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but I, I got to be honest here. His father paid something like $180 million allegedly for that seat at Williams. I can only imagine. I thought it was just okay. 80 mil. I've heard, I heard 180 allegedly. Well, one of us okay. is wrong, and either way, he still got the seat, so it doesn't that's, matter. That's that's great. That's what I'm saying, though. Had he not had daddy's money, same thing with Latifi. Had they not had daddy's money, they would probably be in the WEC or GT World Challenge or something like that, or IndyCar. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but they would not be at the level they are. I agree. But that's the same argument with most guys, though. Not necessarily like daddy's money, but sponsorship. Sponsorship is the biggest thing in motorsport now. I would agree. But equally, there's a, when it comes to just talent alone. I think it's worse for Latifi than Stroll. You think it's what? I think it's worse in terms of reputation for Latifi than Stroll. Because Latifi took forever to win his F2 title. Wasn't he in F2 for like five years? Four years? At yeah, least I say it was... four or five. But, I mean, F2, again, when you look at F2, and that's one of the things I don't like about F2, is when you win the title, you can't come back. And that allows people who weren't able to win titles to win titles. And it doesn't, you, you can't necessarily, like have like a proper competition between the old and the old and up and coming. And for example, that's like Nick DeVries won the title. Uh, Jolian Palmer won the title. Yeah. I mean, 
That's true. Exactly. That did happen. Exactly. So F2, like, it doesn't necessarily, unless you have good people in the in the class you're running with, I don't necessarily think F2 is a good barometer of skill. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on the field, but, like, you look at fields like oh, 2018, I think it was George Russell who yeah, won the George title. George Russell, yeah, Lando, you and, had, yeah, had Albon. Albon. All three of those guys. In fact, George Russell hit Albon out the way at Abu Dhabi to take the win. I remember that. No, that was uh, Leclerc. Oh, no, sorry. That was Charles Leclerc. You're right. My bad. Yeah, that that was the year before. (laughs) My bad. And then you had, well, and so would you, do you think when when it comes to F2 people, let's say someone like Artem Markalov made it to F1, do you think he would be deserving? (laughs) <laughs> not after what I saw this season. Fair enough. If you asked me in like 2016, 2017, I'd say yes, but well, is he's it, had such is a drop-off in form. And I think he didn't race last year, I don't think. So it's, Did he go with Russian time? That year time? off is killer. Is he still with Russian time? Oh, my bad. Russian time is now? out of the sport. He's racing for BWT. Oh, uh, see, there you with go again. A Lacy. A Lacy. What's the? Uh, is it? Is it Pedro Fittipaldi or is it Pedro Piquet? I'm thinking of. That's Pietro Fittipaldi. It's Fittipaldi. No, it, don't they have Pedro Piquet? It's both. It's Long both. Him too. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know his first name, but there is a PK. I think that's Pietro. There's a Fittipaldi in F3. No, Pietro is sports cars and stuff. Okay. I think you're thinking of I didn't know there was another one. Well, yeah, yeah, there's see, another one. Again, that's what having rich, rich families or, you know, legacies and sports get you. It gets you in the door. Not necessarily your talent does. I mean... Yeah, we see it with Marco. Well, oh, Marco you, you better hope no one we know listens to that because you know they may be a little offended. I don't think so. Well, I think he really doesn't like Marco. <laughs> Mark, to be fair, Marco got taken out at the last race. He was looking pretty good. Yeah, I remember. That same guy also <laughs> took out a couple other guys that race and didn't get penalized for it. Oh, good. So, well, um, do you have anything else to say? It's not about when it comes to, even when it comes to racing, it's not necessarily about your talent. It's about who you know and how much cash you got as opposed to what you can do. And I think more And I want to stress, for there's been very few instances of where this is not the norm. It's always been this way. I don't know well, where it hasn't been to people this got extent. this, you know. No, I can agree with that, but it's always been about money. Cars are expensive, guys. I don't know if you know this, but they're very expensive, and race cars are very expensive to keep and, you know, build. So it's always been about money. I don't know where we f- fell off of that idea, but it's always been about money. No, I, I agree with you. It's just it just hasn't been gotten to this extent when you have like billionaires coming in and financing, you know, mediocre children. <laughs> yes, I agree. So, yeah, same here. That's all I got. All right, guys. Well, uh, oh, hopefully, we, we back trivia next for week, the- and hopefully, we get back on the radio. Trivia? Recording schedule. Uh, uh, I can come up with a trivia question. Um, let's see. Uh, who? True oh, or false? Yeah. Will the Dallas Cowboys win this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let 
Well, hopefully Chuck and I get to go to the Colts oh, game uh, Sunday against the Packers. Play the Packers. Big game. So, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Didn't really want to talk about any uh, other things this weekend, this week, because I frankly have not been following many sports lately. I know. Uh, you know, just getting done with COVID and it's Best of coming up on finals week. So, uh, thank you. I've also been on iRacing a lot. So, uh, talking about last night, actually. When I sent you that video yeah. of a car flying across my face at Interlagos. What, what cars were you racing? Indy cars you racing? Or what? Okay. No, that was that was F3. No. Yeah, so I'm a C-class level driver right now. And so F3 is the cars there to do. So hopefully next season I'll move up to Formula nice. 3.5. What, what, um, what wheel are you running? Oh, nice, nice. I run a Logitech G29. Does do it have a desk, desk I, uh, so. clamp? Okay. Right. Yes, matter. they all do. So I'm pretty sure they all do. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully we get on a regular recording schedule again now that I won't be as stressed, I guess. <laughs> 